Here we are again, folks. This is life on planet Earth. When I talk about life on planet Earth, you notice I'm not talking about nipping, I'm talking about life. You see, there's a difference between the way we live and what life is all about. Life is about joy. Life is about experiencing things. Living the way they have explained it to us is working hard at the bottom of a pyramid to help support all of those whose weight is on top of us and who are at the top with the hope of someday working hard enough to prove that we have the right to move up the steps to the top ourselves. Problem is, most of the time, that doesn't happen. And if we're lucky, we find ourselves only moving to the middle and then since our pay never goes up and the price of everything else does, we find that the middle is not too great either. What am I suggesting then? I'm suggesting that living needs to be the same as the expression of life. I'm suggesting that we need to do like old Earth, Wind, and Fire said, you have to build yourself a true romance with the beauty that surrounds you. And the truth is that there is beauty all around us. Sometimes it's hidden and obscured. Sometimes our view is blocked on purpose so we don't see it. It's like we're being led down a tunnel and at the far end there is beauty and wonder and delight and we keep being told that if we keep pressing and going forward, we'll reach that beauty eventually. When we turn to the side, all we see are the walls of the tunnel. But in truth, those walls are created. When we were young and came into the world, they were created for us. And by the time we became adults, we created the walls ourselves. These are the walls that we can't see beyond. And so making life equal to living is learning to see a, see beyond those walls. It's learning to look to the left or the right and to see the possibilities. And it's learning that life is not from getting one end, getting from one end of the tunnel to the next. Life is about experiencing not only the tunnel but everything that is around us that is what we are here for to experience to know all of the things the love, the hate, the pain the suffering, the joy all of those things that make up the life that we have we experience them fully we learn how to deal with them and we learn how to take the bad things and use them in order to build ourselves up, to create resilience and inner strength. And when we strengthen the self, cleanse the self, get rid of all of the deceptions in the self, get rid of the walls, we find 
that we are in a state of infinite possibilities. And where do these walls come from? Old belief system passed down church, state, education, news media, social media, friends, family, loved ones, all the people who are constantly telling us who we are, how we should be, and what our limitations are. And nowadays, some of the people tell us that we don't have any limitations, so we have no reason to be angry at the society that is constantly trying to either oppress us or make us suppress ourselves. But you see, we don't need to have a reason to be angry. If we are angry, we're angry. If we're happy, we're happy. If we're sad, we're sad. These feelings arise like waves rising up on the ocean. And if we can just step back and look at them, they won't only arise, but will subside back into peace and back into calmness. And as we experience these emotions and begin to understand them, we understand that they are just messages that our body and our mind are perceiving and picking up from the environment, trying to figure out what's real, what's going on. And these messages come into the body and they go to the brain and we compare what these messages are saying with the reality that we are in right now in order to know the truth and in order to know how to navigate our lives and be safe. The problem is though that if the brain has been constructed the thoughts and ideas have been conditioned by other people who are fearful we remain fearful. If it has been conditioned by people who taught us that we only live once and then once we die we go into oblivion there's only one life we live as a result of that or if they've told us that there is a God that hates us and who is going to send us to hell for eternity our life is shaped by that our life is shaped by the ideas and thoughts of other people if we accept them. That is why now has come the moment when the thoughts and ideas of others have been getting so ridiculous that we don't accept them anymore. We can't accept them anymore. We see them as what they are. Something that is ridiculous. Something that's useless and doesn't work. And as we feel that tension and we feel that stress, if we allow ourselves to look past the walls and through the walls, a whole vista, a whole new world of possibility opens before us. The possibility that it's beyond dualism. It is beyond failing or succeeding. It is about the journey, the dance, the trial, the experimentation, 
and any real scientist will tell you that an experiment is not always supposed to be successful or it's not really an experiment. Yes, people who pay scientists nowadays pay them and will get rid of them if they have too many experiments that don't succeed. But that's not the way of science. That's the way of profit-driven capitalism. Real science, like real religion and philosophy, involve a deep exploration of not only that which is out there in the world, but that which is buried deep in the mind. As we engage in these things, we live. Life and living come one. And we break free from the constraints of a society that tries to maintain our smallness. Is there any surprise that the governor on a car is the thing that limits the speed of the car? It's the same thing here. As we experience the world and as we experience new things, as we talk with new people, we begin to grow. Not only as individuals, as as is normal, but also as a society. But in order to slow down this growth, this wisdom, this independence, this strength and this power to create the world as we would like it, the governor slows us down, holds us back. And today we can see where they are even trying to push us backwards to an unenlightened, barbaric age, trying to destroy the potential and the growth of the human family. And this is something that we can never allow. break free of this foolishness and craziness for now and I mean only for now 
because I think there's going to be an end to the freedom of information. We can read. We can study. We can look at the things that even don't interest us. We can look at different points of view than our own. What I've been doing for a long time, for more than 30 years, is at least looking at one documentary a week. But now with YouTube, I can look at two, three, four news reports or documentaries a day. And what I do is look at all of those things to get all different views of the world and how the world works. And when you get views of the world and how the world works and you can see from all the different sides and different perspectives what happens is you begin to see the world as sort of a jewel with many facets. That's one way to do it. This is what I call working with the mind. Increasing the intelligence. And increasing the awareness. The second way to do it is work with the body. Do some type of exercises that keep you strong and keep you healthy. Even if it's walking a few miles a day, maybe lifting weights or learning something like Tai Chi or something like that. But keep doing it to keep yourself strong, keep yourself flexible. Make sure you're eating the right food most of the time. Just eat things in moderation. Don't go overboard with anything. So you can keep your body physically strong. So when you need to act, you can act. When you need to react, you can react. When you need to stand up, you can stand up. When you need to face the winds of adversity without flinching. Not only will your mind be able to do it after you've learned so much, but also your body will be able to stand the stress. Another way is a spiritual way. Take on a spiritual practice. Prayer, meditation, contemplation, reading old texts and old books on spirituality. Learn about spirituality. Study some of the new quantum physics stuff. Learn about the way that we are all composed of these subatomic particles and the fact that we are all one because we are all in a field of possibilities and a field of swirling energy and we are just disturbances in that energy but we are all one we are that field of energy and this aligns itself with the idea of us being the spoken word of God the one in whom we move in and live in and have our being it all goes together mysticism real science The mystics from all religions are saying the same thing, and even the real scientists are saying it now, that we are one. Go to my YouTube channel, you can find that at nextstepcoaching.mysite.com. That is nextstepcoaching.mysite.com. You can find a link to that. We have all kinds of chants, all kinds of spiritual teachings, thought experiments, now we have a book that I'm reading from called The Seeker's Journey Journal, excuse me, and it is way out there. It's about my own experiences as I experimented in order to see what it meant to be living 
as many people say, in parallel timelines or living in multi-dimensions. I wanted to see if that was the truth. If I could find a way to pierce the dividing walls between those dimensions. So I just tried it for three or four months. And I read from my book on those subjects. As I said, it sounds wild. It sounds scary. It sounds insane. And for me, it's hard because I used to be a very, very strict social scientist who never believed in anything at all that was beyond measurement and beyond the understanding of science but now I do because the universe made me experience these things that I barely talk about now because it goes so against the grain of what I learned as a young person listen to those experiences I've only done one YouTube video so far but I intend to be doing it on that subject anyway from that book doing more there What I'm basically saying is, stretch yourself. Find out what is right or wrong. Reclaim that power that we human beings have as being a choice maker. What do I mean by that? We human beings have the power to take in information, to analyze it, to understand it, and decide what we would like to do as a result of it. And that is what makes the human being special. But in order to take in information, we must learn what is right or wrong or our choices are being thwarted and taken away from us. Look at all things. Do like the philosopher Cynicus. He was one of the first cynics. A cynic nowadays is seen as a person who is grouchy and closed-minded and all that, but that's not the real practice. The real practice was, listen, observe, don't believe anything until you're sure. And when you have enough evidence to prove that what's being said is true or not, that's when you believe it or not. But you don't just believe everything you hear. Nowadays, we're flooded with all kinds of information from the news media, from all these different places, and we believe them or we don't believe them reactively we dismiss them without thinking about them but that's not what Senecas would do and that's not what an intelligent person should do listen evaluate and when enough evidence has been found in reality to prove or disprove it hold on to that understanding simple and so we have the working of the mind the body, the spirit through meditation and contemplation and awareness and realization of who and what we really are. And the last one is, of course, what I call the fourth leg. And I actually do a blog talk radio show called Just Talking about the fourth leg. And that is economic or material. It has to do with the idea that the Native Americans had about what work meant. You see, with them, work was not a job. They talked about life work. It talked about what touched your heart, what you came into the world to do. 
what you wanted to dedicate your gifts and your skills to doing. And this thing would make you feel beautiful and wonderful and pleasant. Their view was a lot different than ours. When they were young, the job of the child was to find out what made his or her heart sing. And then by the time they left the home, the task was to figure out how they could make a living with it. That is what we need to begin to do. And on our show on Blog Talk Radio, there's a link there on our website also. You'll hear us talk about some of our experiences with earning passive income, putting in money and letting it work for you, building up a firm financial leg so we'll have a four-legged school stool, mind, body, spirit, and economy. Why economy? Because unfortunately we live in a capitalist world and we need to be able to meet some of our needs in order to expand and grow and not only to do that, to help other people. And so that is what we can do to breach the walls and to be human, to be human religiously. So thanks for being with us. It's always good to be with you. Check out our website. Check out some of our passive income things. Check out our YouTube channel. You can find all of them. All of them. From various links on our website. You can also find a lot of good information there. Until next time. Have a great evening. If you'd like to help us stay on the air, please feel free to hit a button to donate a little bit to us. But better yet, if you go and you partake of some of the passive income platforms that you find on our website, that will help us even more. Because we can be more independent and spend more time doing this, which is what we love. Namaste, everyone, meaning the God in me recognizes and bows down to the God in you.